Chicago Where the fire serve cold But the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south The Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street Any team make a move and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be Welcome to the show with me, rockin' Big C Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to Chicago Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Episode 52 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and, f- and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirt. Search for the keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Get your official TCSF t-shirt now. Go get them. As always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with my boy, the man, the myth, the legend, E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review and five stars on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription to anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans slash support. Z, let me tell you a little bit about our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring. Z, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIAS 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on careers to apply today. Go get you a job. Go do it. What's up, Z-Man? How are you? How was your week? Week was good in the 4th of July weekend. Lots of people sharing their videos of fireworks. (laughs) Stop doing that. No one is watching that. Yeah, it's silly. It's silly. It's uh, it's like if everyone, if the, imagine if like on National Spaghetti Day, everyone made spaghetti, and all of Facebook was just covered with p- uh, pictures of everyone at home eating spaghetti. If it's you ain't bringing me them, I don't care. It's the same thing, y'all. We get it. We know how this works. So. Every single year. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, how about you? Fourth of July, fun, you fun times. You know, out we, we got the pool in the backyard now, so we're yeah, out swimming, swimming with the kids. Got a little bit of uh, sun, fun in the sun. You know, just hanging out there chilling so it was a good time you know friends and family came over so well you're caribbean like you 10 minutes in the sun you're you're darker (laughs) than like the damn jacket you got over here but i can't do that you know i'm light-skinned i light-skinned i can't do that you you don't tan you pink yeah i pink (laughs) I, i burn and then i pink and then it's all gone this week, we talk about some all-star selections on both sides of town. Um, we're going to talk about the potential for the Bears move and what it's really going to cost. But first, it's time for veteran TCSF reporter Big Z and the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I am Big Z, and you're not. <laughs> now for today's stories. Oh, yeah. Back in July of 2020. Hmm, a year ago. Look wow. at that. Yeah, yeah, it flies by. During the NBA playoffs in the Orlando bubble, Rachel Nichols was reportedly upset about Taylor getting to cover the NBA finals when Nichols herself was expected to be the one getting the job. Yeah. She vented her frustrations in a phone call while 
confined in her room. So, you know, she was filming everything in her room. The the camera was there. It right. was still rolling while she was on the phone. This is this isn't the first time that Maria Taylor had uh some type of weird run in with another reporter too. Really? You remember Dan McNeil? No. Yeah, uh Dan Mac uh was it uh, Mac Yerker, oh, Dan Mac. Oh wow! Yeah, so he was the one that said something about her looking or dressing like a hooker or something. Yes, like that. okay, yeah, off, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So, that I makes mean, more like, sense. Okay, she's been the target before. Okay, so yeah, so Rachel Nichols was essentially having a conversation on her phone. The camera's on. Now the thing was, if you don't know that these cameras, especially when they're being a remote, uh, remote location, mm. they're just streaming all the information, all the video, all the sound to the servers. Right, right. It just goes to the servers. All right. So uh, this is what was overheard. I, I, I wish Maria Taylor This is quote Sorry I want to quote that I wish Maria Taylor All the success in the world She covers football She covers basketball This is what she said In July of 2020 If you need to give her More things to do Because you are feeling pressure About your crappy Long time record On diversity Which by the way I know personally From the female side of it Like go for it Just find somewhere else Just, just find it somewhere else okay. You're not going to find it From me Or taking a thing Taking my thing away. All right. So <laughs> here, here, here's the thing. <laughs> um, Taylor's upset because, you know, she it was like, well, she's not taking the slander from Rachel Nichols. And right. She's now refusing to interact with Nichols on the air. Uh, the report says that she would host the NBA countdown, though she would not do any interviews with Nichols. Here's here's I get both sides of this. OK, because essentially Rachel Nichols is saying, hey, man, don't take like, my job away. Well, she's saying, "Don't take my job away." Considering the fact that I'm also a part of the club that's that's discluded or not included in the the good old boys club. So mm-hmm. I I found my niche, I found my way. So all you're doing is shoehorning her in because either number one you think she's better, or number two this is the only slot that you're giving to people of color or women. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it could bo- work both ways. Now Maria Taylor, like I said, being the subject of someone else's ire. Prior to this situation, right? You know, the, the first thing that she's going to see is, well, you know, you're taking that as you're you're doing this against me. You, you pull the race card. It's that, or just you know, it's being petty. I mean, they they both are kind of being petty in this situation. They but yeah, they both are. Well, the thing is that they feel like there's one slot and there's right, one alpha right. female, right? And well, who's I mean, the, if there's there, but like I said, the, the the thing is is that with Rachel Nichols, her fight is that yes, I finally. Made my way. Yes, I found my niche, and now you're basically because you're saying you're going to tell me that you couldn't find somewhere else for Maria Taylor to be. That's I think that's what she's saying. M- create more roles for women and people of color. If that's the, if you want this person to be on air, create a role for her. You or you, give her give that take away someone else's job that just was there because they happened to you know what I mean. Like the, the look at some of the guys that they got. Kendrick Perkins is an idiot. Agreed. You know what I mean? And yes. he's on there all the time. So. Agreed. I cannot stand it. <laughs> yeah, man. exactly. All right, let's move on to story number two. Trevor Bauer, my boy. No longer my boy. Let me just put that out there. No longer my boy. Oh, the 30-year-old pitching Maverick and reigning National League Cy Young Award winner will not pitch for the Dodgers this weekend or next weekend or for the foreseeable future. Um, this is because... He's been charged. Yeah, well, he has not been charged, but there's allegations of sexual assault. Allegedly. Allegedly. By a 27-year-old female. The San Diego woman who obtained a temporary restraining order against him. Bauer, through his legal team, has said anything that has happened in the two encounters 
in his Pasadena residence was consensual. So something happened between them twice on two different occasions. Right. Okay. Yet the woman's diagnosis of a head and facial trauma, according to the hospital exam, included a request for a temporary restraining order goes beyond anything resembling consent. Hmm. So, hmm. Uh, y- yeah. Let's, let's break that down. So... We, we really, obviously, number one, let's just put out that it's, it's allegedly. That we really don't know what happened one way or the other. Allegedly is allegedly until mm-hmm. he's been charged. We don't know what happened. Right. Um, two different occasions, you know, what if, if you, it, it, we don't know what happened the first time. We don't know what happened the second time. We don't right. know how well they know each other. We don't know any of the circumstances. We don't. So it's really hard to comment on this. You know, it, it's it's tricky because... Sometimes this the second person or the person to react always is seen as the guilty party. You don't know if she was in there waving around a knife and he like punched her because she's waving a knife. So at him. essentially, you know this was I mean? all like, during a sexual knows? encounter. Who so knows? during the act of sex. Okay. That you know, again, she, if it's hey, we don't know it's considered because we weren't there. Yeah, she didn't like it. She got up. She tried to. Well, hit. <laughs> well, like, whatever. Yeah, but the, the the thing is with the MLB, it's you know they have a bad track record. Yes. When it comes to these things, well, they they have a bad track record when it comes to like domestic abuse. Well, yeah, but there's not I, I there's not a ton of sexual abuse, if I can recall. A, a lot of times, like I said, the the a lot of the allegations that you do hear about, especially MLB players, is mm. usually domestic abuse. Domestic, yeah, you know, and yeah. it's so MLB put the uh, the uh, the player, Mister Trevor Bauer, on administration administrative leave for uh-huh. the next seven days. Okay. Until something happens, I mean, I don't know what's the procedure on that. I mean, he hasn't been charged; it's just an allegation. So, how do you handle that as an employer? I, I mean, it's MLB is at some point going to have to try to get away from this, so they're going to just let him sit, I guess. Because yeah. the thing is, is that the funny thing is, this might end up benefiting the Dodgers in the long run because if he if he ends up, let's say he has some nagging injury that you know everyone's hurt. Oh wait, his spin rate's down. You know what I mean. <laughs> so what if he like? What if this is just something, and it ends up being whatever it is? Mm-hmm. He comes back in time for the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, it's happened. Knows what the hell it's happened is. before with the Dodgers. All right, on a uh, positive note with the Dodgers, um, my boy, my new boy, Joe Kelly, or as he's known as to us, Jose Kelly. Why do you ask? <laughs> Joe Kelly met a mariachi. His name is Grover Castillo. So the mariachi was playing uh, prior to the game, kind of like the uh, festivities before a game. Obviously, LA is very uh, has a huge Mexican community, so they were playing mariachi beforehand. Uh-huh. And uh, the mariachi guy Grover <laughs> goes up to Joe Kelly while he's uh, warming up, you know, on the side by first base, and he's like, "Hey, hey Joe, uh, can I get your autograph?" He's mm-hmm. like, "No." He's like, "I'll trade you jerseys though," and you know he's wearing his warm up. Yeah, yeah. So the mariachi guy's like, are you for real? He's like, yeah, for real. He's like, meet me in the bullpen. So he, the guy has, goes to the bullpen, mm. and Joe Cully literally grabs his, one of his, his jerseys mm-hmm. and switches with him, and the guy gives him his mariachi jacket. That's cool. Now, it doesn't end there. Uh-huh. So the Dodgers were in Washington to get, you know, do the uh, inaugural every year kind of thing with the, uh, uh, they won a championship, go meet the president, oh, all that stuff. yeah, yeah, I got you. Mr. Jose Kelly <laughs> wore the Marachi jacket to the pitcher with the president <laughs> and then took a picture with 
with the Abraham uh, uh, Lincoln yeah. uh, uh, picture behind him. So yeah, yeah. so he made it memorable for the, for the uh, mariachi guy, and uh, the dude is like super grateful. And That's this is a, just a great story. That is this, cool. this is how you interact with your fans. And, yeah, and absolutely. So. Story number three now. Oof. All right, yeah, this one's a rough one. This one's a rough one. So uh, put on your seatbelt, ladies and gentlemen. The Columbus Blue Jackets announced that the goaltender, uh, Martiz, I practice this so much. Uh, Clevenakis? No, no, no. Nope, we just. No. Uh, uh, hey, I, I'm not I'm not going to butcher it. No, it's Clevenakis. Uh, yes. Cle- All right. Martiz Clevenakis uh, passed away Sunday night in a tragic accident. After suffering what apparently looks like a head injury in the fall, but what it looks like he had a firework go off and hit him in the chest. So uh, yeah, so essentially he so was it's a mortar, yeah, yeah mortar so, style firework. Yeah, he was in a hot tub um, with a bunch he, of people. He tried yeah. to get away. Mm-hmm. It was an errant, uh, obviously an errant mortar. He tried to get away. Basically, it hit him in the chest and it exploded, and that was. Uh, yeah, that was that was one of those. I've I've heard of people blowing off their fingers and things like that. I had a buddy of mine who actually did that a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is insane. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you get hit in the chest. Obviously, you're gonna hit your another body part on the way down. Yeah, so yeah. a combination of those things is not a good thing. He was 24. Way oh. too young. Way oh, too young. Terrible. All right. So rest in peace. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. This is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Yo, E, what's going on with the uh, Bears? The Bears, the Bears, the Bears. We're looking more into the possibility of the Bears moving mm-hmm. from Chicago's lakefront over to Arlington Park. Um, but they would have to break that lease. And mm-hmm. what we found out that the Bears' financial penalty for leaving Soldier Field, which they're leasing all the way up until 2033, it would start at $84 million in 2026, Ouch. according to the Chicago Tribune. 2026 is considered the first year a stadium in Arlington Heights could be ready for the Bears, the Tribune reported, citing the process of acquiring the, acquiring the site and then designing and constructing a stadium. So basically, mm-hmm. it would happen right on time. Right on time? Yeah, so... Uh, uh, it looks like it tears down. It looks like the t- it tears down. So after well, if, yeah, from- every year, it goes down a little bit more and more. So, I mean, it just depends but, how but fast they can build it. First of all, first of all, first of all, I don't care about it tearing down. The fact of the matter is, is that right now, if they were to acquire it, that means that they could acquire it, plan it, have it constructed right in time for the Bears to be able to get out of that lease for $84 million, which is nothing in the NFL. Right on time. Yeah, I don't but not care. for the NFL. Yeah. No, yeah, not for the NFL. You know what I mean? So, let me propose something to you. Oh, brother. And this comes, this, and this came from this came from a fan. Oh, yeah, this, okay. this, this, this I have right. to, I have to bring it up. He came, it came all from right, a fan. Right. You know, they reached out. All right. All right. What if the city said, "Hey, all right, you know, Soldier Field is garbage. We know it's a bad plain surface. Um, we know you don't own it. But what if this? What what if we knock down old Cormac, the Cormac Place? The you know the back the black building. Okay, the one that, it's on the lakefront. Uh-huh. 
and you knock that down and you have all that land, which is a parking lot and that huge McCormick Place uh, uh, situation. If the city said, hey, um, we'll cut you some breaks, we'll pitch in a little bit, but you got to buy this land over so many years and whatever, but we want you to stay in Chicago. What do you say? So the idea of them staying in within city limits is, mm-hmm. is always going to be interesting to me. I'm always going to want them to be within city limits. Now, mm-hmm. I think one of the main components that would block that is the fact that I think their goal is to be partnered with a casino. And they're not going to be able to do that in downtown Chicago. Not they can, at all. They can do that in Arlington Heights. They can do whatever they and want. That's, that's big, 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 big money right there. Yeah. Big money. So... So if you I, if you were the owner, if you were you know a McCaskey, and you had a, a you had the deciding vote, I'm gonna tell you what, if I'm a McCaskey and I can, you know, stir the sausage a little bit here, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going out to Arlington Heights because I know I'm gonna get a casino there. I know I'm gonna be able to do it my way, and I know for a fact that the Chicago Bears have been playing at the same stadium forever, and you. All this time, you were never really interested in keeping in, in, oh, we'll, we'll do this, we'll do that. Okay, I've never heard anything about them making way for a new stadium, and the city is not doing that now. The city is saying, hey, we, you play in the, the Chicago Parks District Park, and we put, let you put your little swirly hat on there, whatever the hell that is, a spaceship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, the, the Bears just happen to play at a, at a public park, essentially. Yeah, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, you walk up to the stadium at any time, just, like, walking down the street, you're like, oh, I'm going to go over to Soldier Field and just walk right up to it. It's like when we were at Lane, you walk right up to the stadium, like, you're nothing, off the, yeah, off the street. It, it's exactly what that is. You know what I mean? So, like, it, the Bears be like, screw you, man. Like, you had all this time to be like, hey, I really, you know, the, the fans in Chicago bleed blue and orange. Mm-hmm. We're going to do whatever we can to make you a state-of-the-art stadium or whatever it was. I mean, go, go over there, get your casino, and get your money. So this this is awesome. Thank thank you, uh, uh, Jay, for uh, calling me last night. And uh, there you go. <laughs> that, that's what my co-host thinks. You know. Yeah. So when I broke it down to him, hey, there, there it is. Go ahead, go ahead. It's time. Oh yeah, Duff man. Salute. <laughs> so what I broke down was I don't think there's enough land there to build the type of stadium that they're looking to build. Right. Um, they're looking to build a dome stadium so that way you can have revenue as much as possible. Oh, yeah, Obviously, yeah. you can't have it 365 days a year. But if you can have it 200 days out of the year where you're making money rather than eight times a week, excluding the preseason because most of the games, those tickets are free, you're looking to benefit the most. Obviously, you're going to build yeah. a hotel. Yeah. You're yes. going to have a casino with a book room and in that, there. And that's the other thing, too, yes. is that if you, if you build in a space downtown, okay, let's say you do that. Well, do you really think that the city is going to allow you to build some giant-ass hotel with all the hotels that are downtown? No. 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 You could do that in Arlington Heights, and you can build and, a big-ass hotel for all the people. And you own it. Yeah, and it's all yours. It's all money for you. It's all for you, baby. Now, this is what's going to happen is that people are going to lose their seats, their quote-unquote license and all this. What they're going to do is they'll build this big old stadium, and it's going to be all the bells and whistles, but guess what? Everyone starts from day one. Okay. I'm, I I know that's what's going to happen. Okay. And that's going to P.O. these fans that had tickets for 30 and 40 years. Guess what? It's time for new blood, just like a new stadium. Tough crap. You know what I mean? Like, you look. Sta- I mean, the tickets are going to go way up. You know that. And, and I look, I, I get all of that. But as a fan, what would benefit the team the most? A new stadium. A new state-of-the-art stadium where you can continuously bring in income Throughout every month of the year. And guess what? You can get free agents without worrying about anything. You can yeah. go over the cap. Yeah. yeah. You can take the penalty. Yeah. Just do it. Do it. 
do it. We never, and the, the thing is Excuse that me. we never ever thought this was really going to be a thing that we could no. actually discuss. No. This has all been pipe dreams. We're in, so all in, we're in Arlington Heights. Do you still have the practice facility in Lake Forest or yeah. do you make yeah. your, 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 your complex all around Arlington Heights? Right, exactly. Yeah, no, so, I, I'm with it. What do you? No, so I mean, like, you I move mean, everything over. Yeah, why not? Why I, wouldn't you? I agree. It, that's what the Bulls did. Right, and that's, that's exactly what my point yeah, was. That's what the, the Bulls did. The Berto Center was the dumbest thing to me because I'm like, wait a second. They practice in the it, middle of the it, city yeah, and they got to drive 40 miles to go practice? Yeah, it was. That kind, is the well, stupidest thing. I think it was kind of hidden away, too. I mean, like, it is hidden away. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, it was, I used to work in the complex directly across from it. So we used to go up there all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but yeah. Uh, right past, right, right, uh, like five minutes from Jordan's yeah. house that still can't sell. Yeah, e- yeah, exactly. E- even though they they rehab the the, the Berto Center, they're like, no, nah, let's just make the Advocate Center right next to the stadium. Right, which just makes sense. Well, I mean, it, but it, it was the first time that they did something that state of the art. I mean, you know, the Bertos that was Jordan's practice facility too, and more than likely, I mean, well, Jordan was- Jordan played at uh, hoops. He right. was downtown playing at hoops. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he was, but I'm saying like something that you you're gonna tell me that he also didn't like because hoops was more public than some uh, Berto said. It was, but his of, trainer was out of hoops. Right, yeah, Tim Grover. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. Tim Grover, mm-hmm. <laughs> another Grover. All right, man. Speaking of the West Side, what is going on with the Chicago Blackhawks? So the Blackhawks. This is funny because we've been talking about this the. About what a couple months already, three four months already, mm-hmm. and our captain, old captain, <laughs> Jonathan Taves, acknowledged that he wasn't too vocal about things that went throughout the year, right? And we knew that, and we respected. We were like, you know what? There's just something going on. Well, when, I mean, when you're ready to tell us, you'll tell us. It's a serious health issue that exactly. we knew something was going on, but we just don't. We weren't sure what, so it's hard to speculate. Right. In a so situation he, like that. He quoted, "I just think there's a lot of things that just piled up, where yeah. my body just felt my my body fell apart." Uh, what we're calling it is what they're calling it is chronic immune response system, syndrome. right? Yeah, syndrome. syndrome. Sorry, where he couldn't quite recover. My immune system was uh, reacting to everything I did and any kind of stress, anything that would go through the, the, of the day. Just oh, there, okay. yeah. So anything that he did that elevated his stress. Right, it, it just you know he went through that whole thing, so it, his it, body it, couldn't heal. Yeah, it almost sounds like any stress that he had whatsoever just kind of caused right. his body to shut down. So essentially, he was saying that it took some time, and that was a frustrating part. I, spe- right. I get that as an yeah. athlete, you want to get back on, onto the field, the ice, the pitch, whatever it is. Absolutely, uh, not knowing when and how uh, things are going to go over the hump. But thankfully, I have a great support team of people, and they help me through it and learn about the stress I put on my body during the years. I think realistically, uh, hearing this is is best case scenario for not only us but also um, him and his family because you know the first thing that I think about is, is Brian Bickle and what he went through and, right. and what uh, the the way that people reacted to his, the way he was playing mm-hmm. and when you finally found out what was really going on with him, you see, oh, okay, well now it's explained. So well, now, now you feel like an a hole for. Yeah, you know, yeah, criticizing well, a player. Hey. Oh, toughen it up. Rub some dirt on it. No, man. <laughs> no, that doesn't work anymore, man. Rub some shaved ice on it. <laughs> but hey, but look, um, it's going to be interesting to see him back out on the ice with this team because right. they are definitely in a transitional period right now. You know, mm-hmm. you got you got a baby coach. You got um, a lot of allegations going on within that building with the sexual abuse allegations from their video coach from so, from 2010. That's where I was going to go with this because. Was this planned? Was this announcement planned? Because he he's known he about, about this for a while now. 
and he wanted to keep it private. Yeah. The the Blackhawks are going through a turmoil yeah. where they're getting yeah. They're going through, you know, all this allegations and all this stuff that's going on with with the former video coach and all that. So did so the Blackhawks say, "Hey, we need some uh, positive news"? So you, you, do, think, do, do you, you, can you say this for us? So you think that Rocky and Stan went up to Taser and says, "Hey, uh, we need you to speak up and and tell the fans about what's going on with you because I would not to. put it past them." I, hey, I mean, <laughs> it's a good strategy. I can't. You want to spin it in a positive way, right? You want you want to change the narrative, right? Right. You want to change because obviously news is by the second at this point. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. you want to changing make people forget about the, the bad the, stuff the with 20, the twenty four mm, hour news cycle. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and because we don't have any updates on that yet, you know, this is the most recent news we have about anything the Blackhawks. So, look, I mean. I think the fact of the matter is, is that we're over here thinking about Taser and hoping he's okay. And, right. And, and I'm not even going to lie, like, until we really started talking about this, I the whole thing that we literally just talked about last week about the sexual abuse allegations. Right. Like, furthest thing in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I said, it's just something. And like you were getting to, it's just something to distract you. And that's everything. That's everything. Oh, yeah. Every we, yeah, we know that. Oh, we know that <laughs> like so whole, much. It's all just a whole bunch of spin. But, uh, but yeah, I mean... Look, uh, Taser came out and he says, you know, you talk about the things you appreciate and the things you maybe take for granted, but I think the number one thing is that I've had so many people across the hockey world that have shown their support, and I think that's the biggest thing. You realize there's more to life than hockey, but I'm excited to get back to the ice center and play and just go out there and play and have fun, and I think my best is going to come through, and I'm excited to get back out in front of the fans. Yeah, so we hope he's healthy and he's healthy enough to play. I, I can guarantee you that the, their, his minutes will be limited. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, his yeah, practice time will be limited. His playing time will be limited until he can adjust to this new condition. Well, I think the thing is, is that people don't realize what kind of stress that your body actually goes through during playing hockey. And, and Hockey is and hockey most, and soccer are the most... The most physical sport. Yeah. And, well, and that's the thing, too, is that with hockey, you're playing a sport where you get worked up and you're on the ice constantly and constantly. And going and forwards and backwards yeah. and sideways so like and the, getting hit. It's, it's not yeah. just the physicality. It's the, I'm literally in a freaking cold, freezing room <laughs> all the time. You know what I mean? That's a mental It is, yeah. Just, so, I mean, you got all that. I mean, look look at the way that, that uh, Hosa's career ended with all that, like, body rashes or mm-hmm. whatever it is from all, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, I mean, you know, it, it's a lot of stuff that these guys go through, and they, they play for, like, 20 years, and it's, a, it's like a masochist uh, game there. Mm-hmm. All right, man, what's up with the other – the other uh, tenant of the United Center, sir. Oh, yeah, the Chicago Bulls. Uh-huh. So last Thursday, USA Basketball announced a 17-man roster for its 2021 men's select team. Okay. Patrick Williams, the Paul, made the cut. I hate the name, but so I got to say it's his nickname. Uh, he made the cut. So it's a possible that Levine and Patrick Williams may play on the team. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, so we have, you know, the, the Olympics coming up in Tokyo. And, uh, you know, it's good to have it's, the Bulls. It's good to see the, some of the Bulls represented. You see, basically, yeah. so the men's select team is essentially the practice, practice, practice squad yep. for the uh, the NBA uh, national team. So, basically, you got Levine, who we hope is going to get minutes. Pat Williams, he we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, again, I'm more interested in seeing some of the – like uh, like uh, wherever the hell Luca is playing for and and sign, kind of Lat- you know what I mean? Latavio, Latavia, Latvia, Latvia. There you well, go. Whatever, yeah, one yeah. of those guys. Yeah. But but hey, so when we're talking about um, some international players, 
the crazy thing is is that we got two two teams in the NBA finals that haven't been there. I think the Suns have uh has Suns haven't been there since uh since the Jordan since, era. Since Barkley and then <laughs> the Bucks haven't been there since 1975. Didn't they have Will Chamberlain at that point? Dude, I, man, I'm I'm pretty sure they had like uh Abe Lincoln on that team or something. That's how long ago this was. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like like I said, the, the Suns finally after all this time, they finally have their opponent for the NBA Finals. They're going to face the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh who last the last couple uh, who was missing from the yes. last couple games for the ECF against Atlanta with that super gross leg injury where he hyperextended his knee and went backwards, and that was yeah, gross. Yeah, I played that in slow-mo, and it was disgusting. Why? Why? Why slow-mo? Because I teach I teach anatomy, that's why. Um, but Atlanta point guard Trey Young and his weird hair came out to play, <laughs> and despite his ankle injury, but you could really tell he really, really did not have any lift on his shot, on his jump, anything like that. So, I mean. No, the, a lot of these two teams were uh, just demolished with injuries, especially to their main players. You got, uh, you know, Ate- uh, Giannis. Giannis. Let's go with Giannis. <laughs> yeah, let me not try that one. Uh, Giannis. <laughs> uh, yeah, out for two games, and they still won those two games. Well, because, yeah, so they were tied 2 2, and. Yeah. Uh, Giannis went out, and the Bucks went up there. Middleton, yeah, Middleton yeah, went off. Middleton, up, yeah. Middleton went off, and and see the thing is, is that I never paid attention to Chris Middleton, but he actually he kind of looks like if you took Ray Allen and, and Michael Red and just mashed them up into one dude, where he's just he always looks like he's just about to cry about something, yeah. But, that, but then he drops forty eight on you, and well, you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, were you? Well, that's the <laughs> NBA; they're all criers. No, I mean physically, like it's 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 weird. It's weird. He has one of them faces, man. So I mean, like uh, it, it's interesting to see these teams get to get to uh, go to the finals. My fear is that it's going to be one of these real low-rated finals because you don't have LeBron. Yep. So you're not going to get the casual audience. But you got Chris Paul finally after what 13 or 16 years or whatever it is, finally making it into the finals and making it into the finals by bringing up a bottom feeder, not not waiting to try to combine to a big three, which he's been doing his whole career trying yeah. to. Hop here. Okay, we worked a little bit. It didn't work out all the way. Okay, go to the Clips. He's been on the Clips. He's been on the Rockets. He went to the Oklahoma City, and yep. now went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now he's over there in Phoenix. He takes uh, DeAndre uh, Book or um, DeAndre Ayton and Booker and makes them into superstars. Ayton, I I mean, like I felt like for years of watching Ayton just like sit there and never really reach his potential. And I think Chris Paul was the one that went up there, showed him how to be a professional, and now they're in the NBA Finals. Agreed. A little nugget. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is part owner of the Phoenix Suns. He is. He is. And Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Two Belts, uh, State Farm. Oh. It has a little, a little, part, a little uh, ownership in the Milwaukee Bucks. No way. So they might get a ring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, hell no. Whatever. I, I, I don't know, man. Look, I think it's going to be an exciting finals for basketball fans, for uh, um Fans of anyone except LeBron, because like I said, you, you're gonna have to shut out my casual. <laughs> <laughs> the casual fans are not gonna watch anymore, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's be it'll it should be, be a close series, and yeah, I, I, it would have been interesting to see Chris Paul, like the the one of the best or if not the best point guard for a long time mm-hmm. aside from Steph versus, versus Trey like, Young, the young Trae buck, young, yeah, the, the new version of because Chris Paul is more of a traditional style point guard yes. versus. Steph Curry, who is a scoring point guard right. or a scoring scoring guard, so I mean it's a little bit different. But I, I, I will promise you guys, check out Mike Logic and all the other uh, ideal the All Net podcast. They are breaking down numbers to a T. If you like NBA, you got to check out the All Net podcast. Uh, 
every other Monday. Check them out for the NBA analysis. That's right. All right, guys, we'll be right back with three up and three down after a word from our sponsors. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Yo, E, what's going on with your Cubs, man? Oh. What is going on? Go Cubs, go! Go Cubs, go! Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gonna win. Not anything good. Well, first of all, let's talk about some of the signings they just made mm-hmm. in the last week. They optioned uh, Tommy Nance down to Iowa. Who? Uh, Tommy Nance from their bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Cubs fans know who he is. He's a, he's a bullpen I guy. think his mom knows him. <clears throat> Stop it. Stop it. This, <laughs> these are bullpen guys. Uh, yeah, Tony, uh, Tommy Nance, Cole Stewart over to the uh, to Iowa. And they did sign uh, left-handed pitcher Tony Singrani, who formerly was with the, uh, Reds. the Reds and a few other teams. Uh, Nico Horner is back up with the big team. Oh, that's and good news. Sergio Alcantara back down. Um, they designated a catcher who I've never heard of for assignment, and they signed free agent Robinson Chirinos. From the Yankees. What is going on? Why do they have so many catchers this would be your seventh catcher but seventh backup catcher yeah yeah and look at that mm-hmm. it, it's weird it's like it's almost like the manager is a former catcher yeah, mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so two players that we know very well mm-hmm. for a long time yes sir who might not be on the cubs very much longer chris bright and craig kimbrell <laughs> are the 2021 <laughs> MLB All-Stars for the Chicago Cubs. Very well-deserved. Chris Pine has been playing MVP ball. Absolutely. And Craig Kimball has straightened whatever issue he yes. had. And the crane is back. The beard is gone. Is it back yet? I haven't watched the Cubs game like, in a couple it, weeks. It, it, he's working at it. He's working, he's on, working it. on it. But he's been pitching lights out. Yeah. I mean, and it's, much it's deserving. Absolutely incredible. Much deserving for those guys to be at the All-Star so, game. So now here's the frustrating part of all that. No. no. More frustrating Cub news? No. You Darvish. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Schwarber, yes, sir, and Nick Castellanos are among among those players that did make the 2021 All Star team. Darvish is pitching pretty well. Uh huh. Schwarber had like 16 home runs in the m- month of June. Uh huh. And I think he might. Did he just go to IL? I think uh, he might. He, he might, yeah, I think he, he just got hurt. Injury, but I mean, he, you know, He's, yeah, I don't know if he went to the IL, but he had a little small injury. And Castellanos is being Castellanos. Uh huh. And I wish we would have signed him. I wish you would have signed him. I did not want him leaving Chicago. So now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna front like I don't like Jock Peterson because I like what he's done yeah. here. I feel like he is just better. He's he's essentially Chi- yeah. he's Kyle Schwarber with a you know a better defense. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so, yeah. there's not much difference there. But damn, you Darvish for real, you Darvish. Like what are you doing? Like why <laughs> is he not here? And that's the most confusing and frustrating thing about this current. Roster as of right now, the Chicago Cubs are on a nine-game losing streak. And yes, we're recording on Monday. And yes, by Thursday they could have snapped it. But I can't stop now because I'm just getting absolutely frustrated. And I compare this to old Cubs mm-hmm. fan frustration. Yeah, the, the very much so. Where I, they where they could never. The thing with that is they could just never get over the hump. And that's completely different. Right now, they're currently sitting at 42 and 42 because they're on a <laughs> nine-game losing streak, ladies uh, and gentlemen. All right. What so, happened? What so, happened? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish it up. Finish it up. Finish it up. Finish it up. 
<laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> so the frustration of the old Cubs fan frustration that we had mm-hmm. was essentially that they'll never do it. They'll never get the pieces in place that they need. They, they'll never be able to find the guys that they need to do, uh, get themselves over the hump. You're outgunned and outmanned. And, and they finally, finally did that. Now they're just in the middle. They should that we seen them be a first place team. They're treading water. That's all they're doing. You know, and that's what I don't understand is that what direction is this team going? Well, the, the front office told you the direction they were going at the beginning of the year. And I told you, these guys are... are, are but for th- what purpose? Like, I don't understand why... Because they don't want to pay money because they lost biblical proportions. Okay, right, put mean, that to the side. Put that to the side. They lost biblical proportions. Let's put it to the side. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have about five all-stars on that team, and only two of them are producing right, right now, right? right? And again, everyone's going through injuries. Everyone is. But I told you a couple weeks ago, if I was a GM, and they got at six or ten games under... 500 yeah. or or behind first place it's time to sell so the question is e is it time to sell i mean it's it's frustrating man i i honestly we're right now the cubs are eight and a half games back out of yes first. sir and the last 10 they're one and nine back to 42 and 42 i just don't i don't, I don't know and and the, the worst part is is right now like i'm kind of just waiting for bear season oh boy Oh boy, you, you you're, you're packing it in. Are you? You're packing it's, it's it in. Not, then it's not that I'm packing it in. It's like as you wear your Cubs hat. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. It's like just like the Bears. Even 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 when they're crappy, even when they have a bad record, yeah, you, you still watch. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. What am I doing? I'm waiting for both season. I'm waiting for you know what I mean. <laughs> Black like Hawk I'm, season. I'm, yeah, yeah. What, what happened? I'm waiting for Cubs season to come back. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean, so like when you get to the point where you're complacent and you're just like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, how mad can I be when this is kind of right exactly what the front office seems like they wanted the whole time well here's your issue this though is their plan come to fruition here's your issue though the team set an expectation by winning a championship yeah. yeah then they went on the playoff run by getting to the alc uh nlcs and and you know being in the playoffs year after year yeah they set the precedent they set the bar yes 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 and then this offseason they trade away and not sign but key they, players but, Oh, I mean, Lester, they didn't need to sign Lester. No, no, I no mean, but you. Schwarber, you, didn't, you know what I mean? But, like, you, you Darvish. You're Darvish. Right, and Schwarber. Schwarber. Schwarber I mean, I like I said, Schwarber, Schwarber, you notice, like, he just kind of trailed off the last couple of years. I mean. You, He's still a home run hitter. But you plugged plug that hole with another, home, like, streaky home run hitter with better defense. You know what I mean? What's the trade-off there? What if the you had both? But you could have signed both. what? To do what? You can't play them both at the same time? Um, how many injuries did you have in the outfield? I'm just exactly, saying, you yeah, could have plugged I mean, and played. But for the for, for the amount of money you're gonna have to pay both those guys, sixteen million. Yeah, to do sixteen. What? Yeah, oh, to, you're paying you're paying Hayward seven over sixteen million. Yeah, but Hayward's much better defender. Hayward, and, but he can't saves hit. Saves a ton of runs. You couldn't hit. You couldn't hit water. Fell out of the boat. No one on no one on this team can hit. You know what I mean? That's where <laughs> yeah, they're at right that, now. I know that they just went. They 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 have not come out of that struggle from. Um, June in the beginning of June, the first two weeks they were just well, like in their own they've way. They've lost they've nev- every they game. Come back from it. They lost every game since the no hitter. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what that's what happened. I mean, I'm and, not, and that's what I'm saying is that like you I, had this I, great I, epiphany, like oh my god, this is a no hitter, and then it's literally like the roller coaster. You got to the top, and now it's all downhill. What's happening right now is that they're starting to lose my interest. You're crazy. 
Oh boy. And I don't mean that I'm going to stop being a Cubs fan. I'm just no. going to say it's the the thing is like, oh, are on the are the Cubs on tonight? Yeah, okay, I'll put the game on. I'll put it on the second TV because I'm watching the NBA finals yeah. or I'm watching a movie mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I'll go, secondary, I'll right? I'll go do something else. You yeah, know what I mean? secondary. I don't need unless volume. it's a close game. You're like, oh my god, this is a good game. Right, right, right. So, so the question to you is, who will they be trading? <sighs> That's. I mean, I I, I think if they're gonna. The two guys I, I think we're going to hear the most about are probably going to be KB and Kimbrel. You just took one in the jugular, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kimbrel, because number one, I mean, yes, he is on the Chicago Cubs, but he's not like an old school Chicago Cub. He you don't was, have the emotional attachment. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. not as much, no. near, nearly as much as KB. And I think that it doesn't matter who they bring over, unless it's like literally like another superstar player. There's no, you're never going to get a fair trade value for KB. At no. his best. No. The problem is, is that he's only at his best every couple of years because he has, he does have an injury bug. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if he figured that out or what, but I mean, for him, it's real convenient that he finally got healthy the year he was about to be a free agent. You know, and, anytime and yes, they're a free agent, they play well. You and, know that. And it's and it's whatever. I mean, it's not just it's motivation, well, but him being healthy. I'm glad he's healthy. You I'm know? glad he's healthy. Now the thing is, like. I think uh, Kimbrough has the most trade value right now because he's lights out. Right. And, you know, we can use another arm in the bullpen. Just saying. (laughs) He can beat our setup, man. He, he, he's, now the the problem is he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do that. But if you're going to a winning team and you're guaranteed going to the playoffs and you're like, well, if Hendricks pitches two days in a row, then obviously Kimbrough's going to close the next day. I think I think one of the moves we might see first is someone like um, Brian Tapera. Really? Or Chafin. Okay. Yeah, because... Or I Chafin. Mean, yeah, 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 I can see Chafin leaving. You know what I mean? These are... Val- you know, you, you stranger can, things. Think about... <laughs> think about... Uh, well, it's funny because I, I saw him on Marquee Network the other day, and they did a side-by-side with him and Rick Sutcliffe when... Sutcliffe oh yes, yes, and I was like, "Yep, y'all are that's that's the same person." Mm, Sutcliffe, time you, machine. <laughs> you must have missed some uh, child support payments there. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- this is like I said, it's frustration central. I'm at the point where, yep, like I said, I'll watch them when they're on. Mm-hmm. Um, if they got if they get hot again and they actually start making a move, I, I'll pay more attention. Um, but they're on the back burner of what I'm paying attention to. Right a lot now. of teams. Uh, I just get you know what I mean. San Diego, the Dodgers, um, the Yankees, the Sox. Yeah. They've all gone through these seven, yeah, eight, yeah. ten game losing streaks. It's how you bounce back. Yeah. And but you have to bounce. You have to. You're start. on the clock. Yeah. You're on the, the clock because you're running out of time, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, man. What's going on on the South Side? White Sox. White Sox. Go go White Sox. Let's go 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 White Sox. We're with you all. On the south side, my first place White Sox right now. Today's Monday. They're playing the Twins. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is the, yeah that's right. I have to. Yeah. I have to, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, White Sox news. All right, so the White Sox have serious interest in Rocky <laughs> shortstop Trevor Story. This is reported by Bob Nightingale. The same Bob Nightingale who reported that the White Sox were interest, interested in Diamondbacks infielder Eduardo Escobar, which... Um, that kind of fizzled out. I mean, they where did it go? Right. <laughs> uh, what it is, they know that the White Sox are going to be buyers, and they're going to ask for the world because obviously, if you're selling, you ask for the world and then negotiate down. The White Sox are also uh, linked to Pirates second baseman Adam Frazier, but that's going to cost the White Sox a lot more because he's on the contract for a couple years. Right. So there's a lot of possible scenarios, but the White Sox do need a second baseman. They need an outfielder. They need another arm. And especially with the offense that's been off and on, 
this is important to make a, a move at this point. I know Berger came up and and all these players are, and they've been filling in, but I still think they need to make a need to make a move. What do you think? I mean, I, I think they're I think every contending team yes is always going to cherry pick off of these bad teams. Right, and I'm surprised. So. And I'm surprised that we we haven't heard more about Escobar moving because I think a lot of people um, were just saw that as the most logical thing that could happen and most people i mean probably us included yep assumed yep. that this was a done deal it, it was literally a done deal that's what bob nang reported and then the next day after we uh we set the uh, the uh podcast out they're like oh no right uh they want this that and this and it's, it just fills with doubt so there's I mean, conversation still going on but it, there's a lot more buyers involved. That's a problem. I think the biggest thing that the, the White Sox should really look at, aside from second base, is another bullpen arm. I think yes, that's sir. where they're really lacking, right. and that's where they can make a deal with the Cubs for a guy like Chafin. Right, or and, we, and we can give you a, a prospect that's going to help you out within the next two years. Right. The problem is that, you know, your guy makes a little bit of money, so your Cubs are going to have to pay some of that salary. I mean, that's true, but... If they're able to start stacking up, because again, Chafin does have a little bit of emotional connection because of what he did with the fans and finding mm-hmm. the scooter yep. and whatever yeah, yeah. it is. But I mean, the thing is that realistically, a lot of players that come inside Wrigley Field, they're like, okay, now this feels like home. Yeah, and that's just the na- the nature of the beast. So you know, if he were to slide over to the White Sox, he's already welcomed by by Chicago fans. Yeah, and it's not the first player to move from one ballpark to the other. Right. Yeah. All right, the White Sox also uh, have some all-stars, but we have three of them. Wow. Yeah, and it's uh, rightfully so. We have Liam Hendricks, okay. the Aussie. And we have Carlos Rodon and Lance Lynn. Yeah, you want to talk about the best co- comeback story of the year? Rodon will win a comeback player of the year. He, Hands he, down. He absolutely deserves it. This is his first all-star appearance. Hendricks and uh, Lance Lynn are on their second one now. Right. But, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Rodon, like the the... The guy who, the, the guy cast that cast away, the yeah, cast away. The, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, you got to work for your job that you just had. Right. And then he's pitching like an ace. So uh, it, was that his motivation or is he just finally healthy? Like I, I said. think, I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's both that he's actually healthy and the motivation of you really wanted to give my job away to oh boy Lopez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Lopez? <laughs> and he's been killing it. He's been literally been our ace. Lance Lynn at a number two, a strong number two. But Rodon's getting like, 10 strikeouts a game. Yeah, I mean, he's on fire right now, and he absolutely deserves to be in the All-Star game. Now, the, a lot of a lot of times what happens is when these guys make their first All-Star game, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because they're too hyped, a little bit of extra travel, whatever it is, but he needs to come back strong in the second half, too. You can't just have a great first half and make the All-Star game, complete the job, finish the job. Well, he's not going to start. I mean, these guys will get like an inning no, or a third I, of an no, inning. But, in. but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, don't, don't I know what you mean. Don't silly out there. Yeah, exactly. All right, lastly, I want to acknowledge the amazing job that Rick Hahn and his staff have done with the White Sox team. It's shown up this year on the field. The White Sox are playing with three or less starters from opening day. Wow. This team has been cursed with inj- with the injury bug and more this week with Jake Lamb, Evan Marshall, uh, Bummer, and Moncada, who's actually back in the line today, but he had a, an abrasion uh, on his uh, on his hand sliding into third. I don't know why, because he can't slide right. Four? But he was gone. Four injuries? Yeah, four injuries this week. Man, that is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All the talent that was 
has been in the minors and waiting for a break is now up at the show. That was a dad joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Galvin Sheets in his first four games with six for 15 with two home runs and two doubles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Jake Berger, oh yeah. A movie-like comeback story with thir- with the third baseman Moncada out with the hand injury uh, was called up. He's the number 11 prospect uh, from the system back mm-hmm. in 2017. Okay. So he made his major league debut that same night when he was called up. And uh, he went two for four with a double, and in the and and in the seventh inning, he made his first major league hit. He came up to bat again at the top of the ninth and slapped a single into right field. He's been playing third base. Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing because this is a guy that was highly touted. He was drafted eleventh overall in twenty seventeen and uh tore his achilles twice he tore it twice i mean like i remember i want to say kobe tore his achilles and you just see that that thing wrap up in the back of your leg and i'm like oh my god that is that's a that's a rough one to come back from and and he did it twice and he went through a heel injury so i mean look look good uh congrats to burger fries and and the rest of the mcdonald's crew (laughs) (laughs) well at least we didn't mention eating and mendic but let's not go there you had me at meat tornado (laughs) Let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our sponsors. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded Hacia's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. Oh, you know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. Oh, man. 
All right, brother, sticking with the summer theme. Yeah, baby. We just talked about this a little bit off air that you hate going to Great America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not my thing. Not my yeah, thing. Yeah, but at the end of Great America, after you've been riding them roller coasters and you're sore and sweaty and wet, you go for the funnel cake. So, my question to you is a funnel cake yay or nay? Um, you you talking about the the fried dough with the, with the, with the powdered sugar on top? That is correct, sir. And then like when you eat it, it starts to melt. Yes, sir. And then like and then it's it's delicious. <laughs> that that's the thing you're talking about? Yes, sir. Man, of course I want some damn funnel cake. Look Ooh. at me. You know I want some damn funnel cake. What's wrong with you, man? How are you going to start talking about funnel cake? And tell me, like, do you like that? You know I like it, man. What's wrong with you, bro? Hey, there's nothing like fried dough, man. No, there is nothing, nothing like all, fried dough. And then you add sugar to it. Come on. That's when, like, someone comes up to me in the morning. Be like, hey, happy Friday. Mm-hmm. Would you like a donut? Yeah. Like, you know I want a damn donut, man. Why are you even ask me if I want a donut? Just come over here and be like, hey, we got donuts. And I'll say, yes, you do. And now we'll take one. Right. Don't just don't offer it to me because you know I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> you know the answer to that question. Now, do you get the Sunday on top of the nah, fight? Man, no. Stop it. No? Stop. What, That's what too much? No, yeah, it, it's way you're doing too much. You're doing you're too do, much? You're doing too much. I I, it's, it's like wearing, I enjoy the ice cream on it. It's like wearing like a like a, a, oh like boy. a purple shirt. Oh boy! And then like yellow pants and then oh like boy. a bright green hat. But like oh. that's too much. You're no, doing no, too that's, much. that's Mike Lagerich wearing his uh, <laughs> Lakers uniform. Oh, <laughs> no. oh no no no! But so so you know the funny thing is is that yes, on Netflix there's a show. I think I was talking about it before, but basically. It's one of the dudes that was in the uh, uh, the commercials about the Popeye chicken sandwich, and it's like the best fried foods in America. Okay. And they went to a guy who um, every single year he would invent, invent a new fried food. Oh. And it was essentially the same concept, and they they uh, they had like this big food truck that they would do at all the festivals because everything was shut down mm-hmm. uh, last year when they were mm-hmm. filming it. So they had he what he did is he, he basically set up shop in a uh, parking lot somewhere, and he was selling all this stuff, and his. His newest creation was it, it was something. It was a fried uh, saltwater taffy, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And it, it's just weird. It's a gooey mess. Like he did fried Kool Aid. You're like, "How do you do fried Kool Aid?" Yeah, how make, do you do make Kool-Aid? the do make the dough sprinkle Kool Aid in it? Oh, that's not impressive. Well, it is because it's not taste just like Kool Aid. You know what I mean? Especially when you get that that powdered sugar on it, it actually tastes like Kool Aid according to them. But you know what I mean? Like you can deep fry anything at this point. So watch it. I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> hey, Al. Anyway, before we go, what you looking at? What have you been watching that isn't I, sports, sir? I really, really was looking forward to the Tomorrow War on okay. Amazon Prime. Okay. Uh, Chris Pratt, right? Chris Pratt. That's, yeah. Is, that's yeah. The, the stud's name. The it stud's was, name. He's a stud. Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> She said, Well, he's in Jurassic Park oh, and Star Lord. The star, yeah, there you go. Star Lord, Star Lord. Uh, it was a great, no, 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 no. Let me backtrack. It was a good, a really good movie. It's okay. very action packed. Yeah. It's, it's a, got a, it's got a great concept. Popcorn flick. Oh, like uh, Gigantor say popcorn flick? Uh-huh. I think it's a little bit more than a popcorn flick. Okay. Because it's really good and about three quarters in and then after it gets really. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What are you watching? So one thing that I started watching, but I got to catch up on now, is uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. HBO actually just came out and said, we will not be moving forward with a second season of what? Lovecraft Country. Why? 
Uh, they said in a statement to Deadline, we're grateful for the dedication and artistry of the gifted cast and crew and to Misha Green, who crafted this groundbreaking series. And to the fans, thank I you for so joining us on this journey. Um, I really don't know. Wow. From, from the first report that I read, it had something to do with the essentially the writer not having the content or the the that's uh, one of the key the key appeal guys yeah well she was she i think it was discovered by um uh jordan peele yeah jordan so peele. that's yeah. that's where where she kind of came from and that's where this whole story came from um but yeah i mean it sounds like they that's that's very disappointing if, that's so i really 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 enjoyed that show and it was filmed in pilsen yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't find, <laughs> I didn't finish watching it because I never finished watching anything. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're saying that because the f- season one was based off of a book, which served mm-hmm. as a roadmap yep. for the right. series, um, they didn't actually uh, have the the um, text available to create a second season without that the writer of the original writer or something like that. I don't know what the well, hell they Well, I mean, they made three seasons of Game of Thrones without, you know, Mr. Martin having anything written. And maybe that's why they did it this way because they didn't like to uh, Look, this is it leaves, now it's now, a cliffhanger. Let what me the explain hell? something to you. This is the exact reason mm-hmm. why like I don't care if I finish watching the first did you watch the series? Okay, what am I going to watch the whole first season and that's the entire series? Like, it's a waste of time sometimes. I get it. Sometimes you want to wait till the entire series is finished because you know there's a finale right. to it. And, yeah, and, I get it. And now. here's the thing. Movie does that in two hours. Done. Done. Yeah. Done. Beginning, middle, and end. Yes. So, you know, we're talking about entertainment news and I, I have a sad note. Uh, Richard Donner, who was the... Donner? Donner. Yeah, he was the uh, director of Superman, Lethal Weapon, and yes, Coolies. Sir. He passed away at 91. So, mm. uh, some of the, the movies of our childhood, some yeah. of the movies of our, of our adulthood. Uh, <laughs> Nostalgic, yes. yeah, He passed away at uh, 91. Wow. That's a long okay. life. That's yeah. a long life. That's... Hey. That's good enough for me. Not 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 many people make it that far. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now and don't forget to check out our new friends at acsi.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry shout out to mike logic and ideal the new episodes of the all net podcast are available every other monday check them out right now for the best analysis of the nba finals and don't forget to check out the shine native radio podcast now available on all major platforms mike logic ideal throw mc and words talk about sports movies and all types of ill spit (laughs) oh boy go check them out right now Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to Panic for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at TrueShyFans on Twitter. That's at TrueCHIFans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and don't forget to reach out to us on our DMs. Give us your story to pot ideas, your movie ideas, your sports questions, and you can also email us at truechicagosportsfans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We will see you next week for episode 53.
Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. I can't speak today. America. America. <laughs> and Ralph. What is, the f- is wrong with me today? A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichokes. We'll eat the poppers.